promise. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Like, I know technology gets on your nerves sometimes. So we're recording right now. And, you know, <laughs> I work with it every day of the week, and it just, it, it still pisses you off. They're like, there's just no way around it, right? Right, right. He's like, look, bro. Like, there's just no way around how how I feel about this. There's a, <clears throat> there's a meme that I'm constantly reminded of. Uh, it's like a picture of Hades yeah. from the Hercules animated movie. Yeah. You're good. Continue. All right. And it's just him, fiery red, and it just says, I own you. <laughs> I and own it, you. And it's like looking at the facey or whatever. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> Happy Sunday. <laughs> you can tell what mood I'm in. <laughs> oh, good gosh. It's been a while. <laughs> We're going to get copyright strike by Nintendo. Yeah, 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 right. No, it's, no, there's no way. Because every reviewer, every YouTuber is using this song. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Fuck, uh, Nintendo uh, does not fucking compute with people who live on the internet. So, I don't know. You don't know, like, listen, every reviewer used that song in their, what's it called, the promotion. <laughs> if we get struck by that. Listen, I, I don't want Nintendo coming after my ass for 30% of my income for the rest of my natural <laughs> life, okay? Listen, bro, that's some bullshit, for real. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, because Nintendo's like that, though. Nintendo's like that. I'm like, look, I, I fuck it. I don't even care. I don't even want to talk about Nintendo anymore. <laughs> we'll talk about the games, but not like the company. I don't, I don't even talk about games or nothing. I'll be like, all right, look, Nintendo's... Then, okay, well, I'll just be over here doing literally anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if some shit like that happened to you, like, look, uh... Mm-mm. No, it's like, seriously, though. Like, that, that's... That's that's wild. Not, like, even... Just in mind, like, we have a game with her. We have a... Got a war episode like where we use like the theme music for that. I'm like, all right, well, Sony might come after us, right? No, maybe we'll see, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, leave me alone. People are doing other stuff, you know. I'm not trying to like, I'm trying to promote the game, I'm not trying to not promote it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so simple. Uh, anyways, with that being said, welcome to Able Gaming episode 194. We'll MC Perry today. I just have Stone. How you doing, bro? It's been a while. Ah, uh, you know, just out here in it. Out here in it, messing with his computer, living the life. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll be able to meal prep tonight. We'll see. Mm-hmm. If not, I would. I might just make those steaks in there and make the chicken tomorrow. There was like a recipe I saw, like where's buffalo chicken, yeah, mac and cheese, but. Instead of doing it the way we did it this time, you blend it up with cottage cheese. You blend it first, right. and then like you make your noodles and you pour it over. Mm-hmm. You air fry the chicken. I'm like, that sounds a lot better than mm-hmm. boiling it all together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'd rather do that because <clears throat> like it just served as a thickening for the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. I just like that sounds better than a bunch of almond milk flour thrown together yeah and corn and corn <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know if you're not familiar with things that every game we look at video game news whether it might be English the game community we'll get gaming news talk that shit along the way occasionally we'll get back but we haven't had to work anything back in a couple a couple whiles 
Well, you know, a couple weeks. You know, it's been, it's been a few weeks since we recorded too. So been busy. <laughs> been busy. Good been God! Busy. Like I can't believe how busy we just got though. For mm-hmm. Time for gaming, good stuff. Good games came out. In between that time, like I said, like might as well just take a week off and be able to, you know, play our games. Anything new with you, just in general? <laughs> I'm just working all the time, man. I ain't got yeah. time for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like we like live together. I'm like, yo, Stone, you good? Stone's like, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. I'm done with people. <laughs> you know, I saw something today. It's like you're not bored with life. You're just like you need. You don't need a break from life. You need a break from people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That makes more sense. I think that's just me constantly. Constantly, I just, I just need a break from people. <laughs> Everything you do dwells with people. D and D. Yeah. I know. Wow. I know. I get peopled out. <laughs> oh, so look, I just need to hear like a TV, like a game or a movie, not even someone else's voice. Mm-hmm. Like, I I just want to go a full twenty four <laughs> hours without saying a single word. <laughs> That's what I want. You can come to the Ozarks with me. Right, <laughs> you can get lost out there and just like yeah, <laughs> just go get in a boat, and go fishing. <laughs> Seriously, I think the more I think about this, I don't want to like put anyone on blast. I feel like this trip is a lot, very last minute. Yeah, because <laughs> you should have planned this out. Yeah, probably a little longer. <laughs> yeah, all my PTOs are already spoken for. Otherwise, I'd be going. But I got a bunch of shit I'm doing this year. Not only that, but I'm just like, the more I think about it, like we were talking, I'm like, I might not go for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> you can't yeah. do what you can do. Yeah. It's not, it's not a money thing either. Just like, mm-hmm. uh, this was very last minute. Whatever. We'll find out. Um, what you been playing? Wow. Wow. What do you think you have before? Did you face that boss? I did, yeah. So I did play in the Server Slam. Um, that was... Last weekend, right? Yeah, it was last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I played in the Surfer Slam. I got the 20, fought the boss, managed to get it down. It's pretty good. Uh, was it bad? No. I, I didn't have any issues at all at any of the times I played. And I was playing during like peak times too, like, you know, Friday night when I got off work, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I logged right in. It didn't take but a second. Yeah. Um, so I have high hopes for the release day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I think that there, I think you'll have more people on release day than you would in the server slam, but I think the server slam is a good indication. Yeah. Because during the previous betas, they had launched, they had troubles getting in. Yeah, for like, mm-hmm. like there was like 45 minute queue times to get in, you know, it was kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with the server slam, at least they had assigned enough resources to make it to where it was running smooth. Mm-hmm. So, didn't have any issues with that. Um, I did like the uh, the whole cap at 20, go fight the boss. Uh, the boss is kind of designed to be fought at level 25 because it's a level 25 boss. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, the it was like actually like a challenge to the community to like, hey, go fight this boss at level 20 whenever you're technically not strong enough. Because apparently they had to do some testing to make sure it was possible. Yeah. <laughs> so, was the boss fight cool overall? Yeah, it was pretty good. I liked um, I liked the the style of the boss because it, it, um, it had like markers on its health bar. 
to let you know when it was going to get new mechanics, basically. Because you know how that how that is whenever you fight a boss and you get it down to like 25%, then it gets a new ability or something. Yeah. Um, but you don't know whether that's going to happen or not. And it, it just kind of told you. It's like, okay, well, if you get it down to 75%, it's going to get something new. You don't know what, but it's going to get something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, as the boss gained abilities, the fight became a lot more chaotic. Because, you know, there was already 12 people doing shit around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, shoot, I didn't play at all. It's like, I'm just waiting for God's feedback. I, I really think I might have to skip out on that game. Yeah. Not because just, like, the grindiness was just the fact that Street Fighter comes out, what, mm-hmm. a couple days after that? What, because that day, the release date is that, what, June 2nd? June 6th. June 6th. Yeah. I think Street Fighter comes out the 2nd. Might have to walk that back. Street yeah. Fighter. June 6th. Um, and if you, if you pre-order it, which I'm going to do pretty soon... Um, you get early, four days early access, so it does come out on June second if you pre-order the game. Yeah, June second for that. Yeah, which is a Friday. So yeah, so it comes out June second before Street Fighter comes out that day too. Yeah. So it's like, uh, okay, uh, what am I gonna play? You know, me personally, like, what, mm-hmm. which game I'm gonna play more of? And probably Street Fighter, just me in general. Right. <laughs> which I did play the beta a couple weekends ago. Solid, pretty mm-hmm. fun. I actually played the game in Japanese mode on accident. Uh-huh. Which game? Uh, Street Fighter Six. Yeah, okay. like the open beta. I was like, I was like which game's playing in Japanese? But anyway, <laughs> like in like gear in the options mode, you couldn't change the language or anything. I'm like, really, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. So I was just like trying to figure out what was what was going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? Um, it's like I need to learn Japanese yeah. or different another language so I can understand some of this. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing is that when you di- when I played it, I don't know how if it was still true. Uh, you could only do like three, three to five versus modes, mm-hmm. and then after that, the game locks out. So it's like wow, that seems weird. I know, like the game just locked out after that. I was like, oh, okay. Is it like meant to do that? I don't know, but I deleted it after that because I played what I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. You know, so. It was, it was fun. It was, it's, it's going to be a good time. I can't wait to play that. Of course, everybody knows, like, oh, we get started, we're going to start with Zelda and just knock it out. Uh, it's pretty much got perfect scores, which mm-hmm. is fucking wild to me. Like, it's right up there next to God of War Ragnarok and scoring, <laughs> I think. And it just, it's just more Zelda, you know? People love it. It's already sold 10 million copies in the first three days, mm-hmm. which is m- close to what Harry Potter did or the Hogwarts Legacy game did. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people uh, posting videos on it, and the like. The build modes look interesting. Transformers I mean, and shit. Yeah, <laughs> people build some wild shit with that. I just like my creative mindset isn't like that at all. I I don't know how mm-hmm. we get there. My sleep schedule is all over the place with this game. It really is. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, let's uh, do this. Alright, that shouldn't take that long. And so you look over and I'm like, huh, it's already midnight. I can still go. I got. I don't have to work until like 8 tomorrow. Then next I go look, it says 2. I'm like, fuck, I need to go to bed now. It's, it's just very like, I feel like it's going to be like your Diablo. Like whenever you play, mm-hmm. you're just going to go. 
Yeah, probably. And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. It's just like, I haven't done that in a game in forever. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, there's Resident Evil where I played through that all the way through. But it was just like, okay, this is a good stopping point until I can go to sleep. This is like, well, I just want to continue to go think about what I'm going to do next. And it's just a simple, not like simple in a bad way. It's just an open world game. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that don't play open world games are loving this game. Yeah, I'll I'll say that I've actually been experiencing that a little bit recently too, um, with uh, World of Warcraft uh, Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like a community driven add on called uh, Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're familiar with like Blizzard games and stuff like that, they they typically have a Hardcore mode or something in their games where your character gets one life. If they die, your character gets deleted. You know, he's deleted. Okay. Yeah. So if you if you die if your character dies, it's dead. It's done. Your your character you're you're done. Um. So in in hardcore World of Warcraft, it's the same thing. You start up a character, you got to level it up one to sixty without dying. Okay. So that's what I've been doing recently, and it's actually been a lot of fun uh, because it's it makes you think about the process all the way through when you're leveling up. Like, you can't just go in haphazardly. you got to have a plan of attack whenever you go in. You know, you have to, like, watch your back constantly because shit spawns on top of you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's a, you have to really pay attention and really, like, understand what you're doing in the game. Understand your class, understand the professions, and understand... Like, it, it, it I think that it promotes, like, a level of mastery of the game, I think. And it's been pretty intriguing yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah. So, it's really renewed my my love for the game and the experience of life. Yeah, so. especially I, I think that's what it's made for open world. Is like it was getting to the point like where everything mm-hmm. was starting to feel similar in the way we do it, compared to like I guess Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild. It's just like here's everything, do what you want, have fun, mm-hmm. and like it teaches you like it gives you that first tutorial like what to do. Then after that, it's like here's a bunch of puzzles, do the whole Zelda thing. Here's a story, which I can see why people don't agree with the whole memory thing for story. Yeah. Like, where you go to the spot to get the memories, and I'm like, I, I can see why that's not a cool storytelling effects for some. Mm-hmm. But, because, like, I've, I've been looking at guys, and like, look, bro, look, guys, I ain't got time for half the shit sometimes. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, some of these puzzles, I can go in and out with no problem. Others, it's like, I think it's this, but let me look it up. I'm like, I was fucking all right. Good God. And I don't know what that is. Just like reassurance or if that's just like test it out. But if it doesn't figure it out with something else, I'm like, I, I just don't have time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, no, um, game is great. Like I mm-hmm. enjoy a lot of it. And I guess I didn't realize that uh, Matt Mercer was Ganondorf. Too. Yeah, Matt Mercer's Ganondorf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Critical Role's uh, doing some sort of Tears of the Kingdom one-shot. Yeah, man. Which makes sense. Watch mm-hmm. them get sued. <laughs> right. Watch them get sued, too. <laughs> Good God. No, I'm I'm pretty sure that Nintendo paid them a lot of money to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I said, like, Matt Mercer from like his performance and that has been great. I just hate, also, when people start shipping Lincoln Zelda. Like, Lincoln's over a thing. I'm like, they're not a thing at all. Like, mm-hmm. like they're very best friends. Just because he wants to do his nightly duties to protect her doesn't make him, like, a loving 
boyfriend or anything. That's just him wanting to be his mm-hmm. protective, you know, like platonic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, maybe that could be true with different iterations of Link and Zelda, but not necessarily with this one, you know? Yeah. Like, I just don't feel that way at all with Link and Zelda. That's mm-hmm. just that. Any of them? Any of them. I just feel like Link is just doing his job. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. We don't, just a man out here doing his job. Yeah. He's working his nine to five. He's working his <laughs> nine to five, worried about Zelda. <laughs> and, like, there's people like that. And, you know, I admire I might write a character of my own about him. But, no, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is really good. If you have a Switch, play it. Uh, performance, I experienced my first problem last night. It kind of, like, slowed down because there was a lot happening on the... On the battlefield, first time ever, no problems. It looks good in handheld mode and OLED. Been playing back and forth between the two because I like watching stuff on TV. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. But a lot of like puzzles, a lot to do with the game. And the fact that someone said like, "Well, is this DLC?" No, it's not DLC because like they added like all the different areas to it, like the upper and like they for some, they didn't advertise it at all though, uh, Stone. That there was like complete underground, like an uh, entire map underneath, and I'm not talking about the caves or wells. I'm talking about like an entire underground. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Like this is wild. They didn't they they didn't mention that or show that in any of the trailers. Hmm. Got away with it. <laughs> Got away. <laughs> Got away with it. Yeah, it's like it. It's like, oh, you're thinking it's all like floating skies and bullshit. No, it's there's an underground too, and it's completely dark down there. And you got to figure it out, and it just and it mirrors the surface. So it's like, oh, well, but it's dark down here, and the enemies are harder. I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Shout out to Austin John because he's been. This is where all the tears of the kingdom go and out here in the dark. <laughs> yep. Up next, Mortal Kombat One. Did you see the trailer? I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> So they're resetting the timeline. <laughs> Again. Again? <laughs> I don't know how many times they've done it. I've only played... I mean, didn't they do that with uh, Mortal Kombat ten or something? I don't know. Mortal Kombat eleven, yeah. That's what started it's what starts the reset. Oh, okay, okay. So this is a continuation of the reset. Yeah, 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 there you go. You know, I was watching uh, basketball the other night, and like, they were doing like an advertisement for it, like the guy, like Shaq, Kenny Smith, and Charles Barkley, and Ernie. They were sitting there reading it out loud. He said, Mortal Kombat 1. I was like, Kenny was like, Mortal Kombat 1? Yeah. They're like, wait a minute. Well, I just, I want to know what they're going to do with uh, with the sequel. Are they going to just call it Mortal Kombat 2? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, do it. No balls, <laughs> do it. Just call it more. <laughs> no, but like Kenny Smith looked at him like one. He's like, like his oldest, his oldest wait, was like, wait, 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 wait. wait, actually, actually, hold on. Shouldn't this one be Mortal Kombat two? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you're Cause, right. Because it's the second timeline or whatever. Yeah. Like, anyway, sorry. Go I on. get what you're saying, but it was just funny because he looked at him like with the mic in his hand, like, what the hell did you just say, Mortal Kombat? <laughs> What are you saying to me? Mortal Kombat 1. Like, I feel like this game's been out before. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's probably in his head. He's like, hey, what happened to Mortal Kombat? <laughs> I digress, man. Calling it Mortal Kombat 2. It comes out this September, though, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. 
It's going to be a big year for fighting games. If Tekken comes out this year, mm-hmm. and we get Street Fighter next month, look, you got you, like the fighting community is on point right now. Pick a game, play it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to be a good time. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. We Lords got of, uh, Lords of the Fallen in October, too. Uh, Is that kind of like a uh, Souls-like game? So the original Lords of the Fallen, because so there, this is a remake, sequel, kind of. Okay. So there was there was a game called Lords of the Fallen, and it came out in like twenty sixteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Twenty eighteen. Twenty fourteen. The first one came out in 2014. Okay. Um, and it's it's an action RPG, uh, so it kind of feels God of war when mm. you play it. Yeah. Um, but it's got, like, some dark fantasy vibes to it. Um, there's, like, some uh, stamina management combat stuff, so it kind of feels a little soulsy too. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's got a it, it's you got your chocolate your peanut butter you get a little bit of souls like in our RPG right <laughs> yeah yeah so it was fun um, I I played the hell out of it whenever it was put on PlayStation Plus as like one of the free games mm-hmm. um, me and Jason just played it quite a bit and it was pretty good um, I don't really remember much about the story or anything. Because it did that kind of like minimalist storytelling where like you oh. like look for it, hunt for it, and shit. Oh yeah, just like a Souls like game. Yeah. So apparently this one is supposed to be because that that one was kind of like mid, honestly. Like it was a lot more fun than I gave it credit for, but I don't know that I would have bought it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is like a reboot that is set in the same like world. Yeah. But like a thousand years later, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So. Half rebooty, half sequely. You so know? you're like, yeah, like, you just have to wait to see. I guess because you know it's taking even more notes from God of War. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ha- halfway reboot, halfway a sequel. <laughs> halfway reboot, halfway sequel. It works, right? Yeah. I mean, I I didn't. Play it even stole the naming convention too because it just called itself the first fucking game again. <laughs> yeah. Like wait, what? Like I think that's what I was, like when I looked up that article I was looking for mm-hmm. Lord of the Fallen 2 it's like wait a minute. I think Stone said it's just called Lord of the Fallen again. Yeah, yeah. It's the same game again. And honestly, like I didn't realize the first one came out in 2014. So that's 9 years ago. So it's almost 10 years yeah. making so, the sequel. So Ah, uh, it, it was cool. Like I said, uh yeah, so it's it's supposed to be, you know, another action RPG, uh, you know, in this a spiritual successor to the original game. Things gonna be any good? Or just gonna... You know, like I said, the first one, I think the first one was a diamond in the rough. Um, you know, it it was it had a lot of potential there, and it was it was a lot better than I would have ever given it credit for just looking at it because it didn't look like it was going to be a good game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Judging a book by its cover, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, this, uh, the I mean, the combat looks clean. The environments look great. Um, I think the game itself looks pretty. You know, just from the clips we've gotten. Oh, just from the clips. Yeah. I thought they actually had like some like gameplay that they're going to be coming out this. Yeah, that, well, that's what, um, they've got, like, a little, like, gameplay trailer here that I'm looking oh, at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because the original announcement was just, like, a cinematic trailer, I think. Yeah. 
Which, you know, you can't really trust those in a, at all, so. I mean, that's the thing. Like, we can't really trust the freaking Mortal Kombat when Bill ever gets hype about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This was kind of dope, man. Yeah. So, it, it's it's more action RPG-y than, like, a, a Souls-like. But it's got, like, Souls vibes to it. So, you know, if you're interested in those kind of games, I would check it out. There's another game that's coming out later this year. It's called Stellar Blade. Mm-hmm. And they said that that's supposed to be like a cool near a type, a cool near <laughs> like type game. Cause like Neo is fucking awesome. It's amazing. It's outstanding. But like, we're talking about like boss level, cool level shit. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. <laughs> oh yeah. I can see why this could be considered like a souls like, but it's not really souls like. Yeah. 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 It, it's like inspired by. <laughs> yeah. I do want to see. I do want to play that Life of P game. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, that game was weird. Really, <laughs> it's like oh, Pinocchio. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's inspired by Pinocchio, and it's okay. It's inspired by Pinocchio, but it's a Souls like, and yeah, yeah. I still need to play Wolong, and that's on Game Pass. I didn't even check out Wolong. <laughs> He's like, apparently, it's like baby's first entry to Souls like games. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I never did go back and finish Survivor, Jedi Survivor. Uh, I did play more of it. It was getting better, but <laughs> after a while, I was like, I'm going to wait for some patches before I play any more of this game. Yep, yep. Maybe after summer or something. Something after summer. and If it even survives, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, we got the PlayStation Showcase this coming week. Yeah. What do you think is going to be in there? <sighs> Without the given... Because let's just say Spider-Man 2 is going to be there. Mm-hmm. What, I've seen it circle on the internet. Mm-hmm. What if Ghost 2 was made? Ghost of Shishima yeah, 2? Yeah. I know you didn't probably beat it, but... No. No, I beat it. Um, Did you? Oh, cool. Yeah, I just didn't... I didn't finish my second playthrough. Oh. Whenever it got upgraded to the PS5 version yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I should probably play through that again. That's yeah. a good question. <laughs> He's like, I got too much other shit. Like, <laughs> no, like your face, like I should probably play. He's like, hold oh, no, up, why haven't I played that? Yeah, I probably should play that. <laughs> I need some time off. That's what I need. I need, I need, I just need another like two six month vacations or something like that. You know? <laughs> play through everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd be excited for Ghost of Tsushima. Um, Everyone's saying Bloodborne. Who did that? Wasn't that Sucker Punch? Yeah, Sucker Punch. Yeah, yeah Sucker Punch did that. Yeah. I think I remember hearing something like Naughty Dog was working on some secret thing or something or another. I mean... Weren't they? Something secret. Yeah, they're working on their next game. They won't reveal it. Yeah, it's not It's not Last of Us, but it's like something else. But shouldn't the Last of Us multiplayer game come out this summer? Yeah, I th- we'll probably see some of that if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, the last of us multiplayer game. I, I think we will probably hear something about a, like a brand new IP, I mm-hmm. think. I think that we should hear something about a brand new IP because I don't really know that there's anything PlayStation slated for the end of the year, right? At the end of this year? Yeah. Like Holiday? Showca- huh? Holiday this year. Holiday? This, if Final Fantasy comes out, I yeah. think that might get pushed back though. Yeah, 16 is supposed to be coming out this summer. Like uh, next they, month, like literally next month. 
Yeah, they keep saying Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two is coming out at the end of the year. I think they're full of shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like that one in particular says next winter. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be next year, if, probably next winter, if I had to guess. So like January, February, something like that. No, like holiday 2024. Oh, you're thinking holiday? I think it's gonna get pushed back a whole ass year. <laughs> it deserves it then. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like outside of that, though, like, people well, we got to see the Wolverine game. I forgot about the Wolverine game. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you got to see the Wolverine. Game. I was talking to uh, Jacob about that. I was like, "Yeah," he said. Well, how do we like? How do we do a Wolverine game? Because he's kind of like invincible X Y Z. And like, I was talking to him like, "Well, it's it's going to be developed by Insomniac, so we get like they're they got a track record." He said, "Wait, Insomniac's making it?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah, they're making it." He said, "Didn't they do Sunset Overdrive and Spider Man and Ratchet and Clank?" I'm like, "Yeah." We were talking about it, like, "Yeah," he said. They're known for movement. I don't know if Wolverine can really move. <laughs> it's like you got a point. <laughs> uh, he's an he's an agile character. I mean, like not super agile as compared to Spider Man, Ratchet, mm-hmm. or in Sunset Overdrive, the skateboarding game. Well, I mean, it's also like you know, it's also good to do different kinds of games too. So yeah, yeah, I can't I can't wait for the Wolverine game. Uh, there's some circulation that might be Bloodborne Remaster or Bloodborne Two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can play the first one. Whatever. I've heard some people say that they're not going to buy a PlayStation until they get one more too. <laughs> Shout out to you, Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as it happens, he's buying a PlayStation, and they're not hard to find at all. So yeah, now. Yeah. Three years ago. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and Sony is supposedly working on some sort of like handheld device too. You think so? I've seen some patents go out for that. <clears throat> So, there seems to be some sort of development on some sort of handheld device. Mm-hmm. Like, in the vein of uh, the Vita, you know. Oh, that would be cool. I'd probably play it. Yeah, it's this is mostly like room mail stuff right here, but, you know. Well, they got to deliver on something. Well, I think that was, we've had this conversation off the podcast. We can have it on... Do you, f- I've just been talking to my friends around just about gaming stuff. Do you feel like it's time for a new Switch? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Is it time for a new Switch? I mean, I know they don't want to like alienate people or anything. So I just, I feel like the Switch is kind of in its own category of console because it's not. It's not at anywhere near as potent as the other console makers, you know, mm-hmm. and that's fine. You're they're focused on other things other than like raw power, right? Mm-hmm. But that also means that like Fidelity. at a certain point, you know, you can't port games over. Like that's what the Switch is getting. They're getting a lot of ports of like PlayStation Four games, you know, like last generation games. Because they can kind of more or less handle dumbed down versions of those games. But like PlayStation 5 games, you know, Xbox Series X games, like I don't think you could dumb them down enough to run on a Switch. I mean, heck, there's Hogwarts Legacy got, uh, it's on here. It got pushed back again. It got delayed mm-hmm. from the Switch version. Right, yeah, because it's got to be incredibly difficult to cram a lot of game into oh, such a small chip, piece of hardware. Yeah, onto the chip or whatnot. Well, I mean, not like physically the data, but it's like the it's 
like the the resources that the console would have available to it. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like you'd have to cram a lot of game to run on this just small processor, you know? Yeah. So I personally think that they should because like Tears of Kingdom is great, but mm-hmm. this is like uh, someone Tom Marks on IGN when he reviewed uh, Tears of the Kingdom, he says that Breath of the Wild was a first draft compared to this. And that's not a deviation or downplaying uh, when, I, when anyone makes that statement, but like it was a first draft compared to Tears of the Kingdom because it's pushing the system. Like, this is it. Like, whatever comes out after this, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I admit it with Jacob, like, whatever comes out after this for uh, the Switch is not going to compare to what this game is. There's just no way around it. No. <laughs> like, Pikmin comes out. Okay, Pikmin 4 comes out this summer. It's not going to be the same as what I just played, mm-hmm. you know? So they put all, they spent like, they spent six years making it. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's the thing though. Uh, they take some time and overall and to make their masterpiece of a game. Mm-hmm. So whatever comes out, we're not going to see the levels until it comes out. Another Zelda comes out. Right. And I don't know. It's just interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like for a handheld Vita again, listen, bro. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. People are into handheld consoles. Like, I, I, I they, love handheld consoles. Like whenever they work good, whenever they have the kind of fidelity that you want on them, it's like they're great, right? Listen, if it's gonna be that way, I better not have to buy the game twice. Yeah, I think that was a problem with the Vita is that you had to buy the game twice. Well, I think I think that the because uh, like I said, this is all like speculative sort of you know rumor mill sort of stuff. Um, but supposedly, you know, the, this PlayStation handheld that's in development, um, it would be more of a cloud streaming device or remote play device for the PlayStation 5. Like, I don't, I don't think it, it would be its own console with its own games. I think it's literally just going to be like a handheld that's just made to run remote play PlayStation 5 games. Yeah. Like, that's all it's going to do. Yeah. So it'll basically be a glorified accessory for your PlayStation 5. When you had to step away, let's say you got to babysit or do something other, yeah. like step out of town. Yeah, so you'd have a PlayStation 5 that's, you know, in sleep mode at your house or whatever, and you kick on this thing, and it would turn on your PlayStation and stream games from your PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you don't need a whole lot to do that, and you could honestly do that now with a phone, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, or your laptop or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, because you can... Um, you can access your PlayStation via remote play and stream games from your PlayStation over the internet and your computer will just get screen updates, basically. You're like streaming a video. So your computer doesn't have to be good to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. I wonder about textures and stuff like that when you're actually playing the game, though. Yeah. Well, I think it would probably only do like 1080p. You know, it's not going to be 4K. 4K, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's what everyone's hoping for is like a 4K monitor, like small screen. I was like, I feel like it's going to be cost a lot more well i think that the limitation would be in the streaming technology not necessarily in their remote play handheld thing but yeah yeah you know i don't know maybe it could you know maybe they do some sort of proprietary bullshit or something mm-hmm. yeah i mean i'm just saying like if like if if nintendo decided to remake because you know it's gonna happen mm-hmm. remake or of time i want that to have the 4k textures i want that to be in 4k 
I don't want this 720, 30 frames per second bullshit. That's just not, that's not the here nor there, because I digress, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, showcase, there might be an, like the handheld, like you said, mm-hmm. which which would be fucking interesting. I don't know. I wasn't thinking about like another Vita for maybe. I thought they were just done with handheld Vita. Well, like I say, I don't think it's going to be a full-blown console. So I don't think they're going to make like games for it. It's not going to have its own like special stuff or anything. I think it's just going to be like a handheld that's basically an accessory. Yeah. For your PlayStation. That's so price range. I know this is easy. Two hundred dollars. I'd probably say two hundred. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because it, like I said, it's basically a glorified controller. For your PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going to have a lot of, like, tech in there. But it shouldn't be outrageous. Mm-hmm. And I think 200 bucks is probably a good price point. Maybe three. Maybe, yeah. you know, between the... T- I would lean heavily towards 200 Yeah. Um, 250 the max. That's what I feel like. Yeah, maybe two... Let's put the difference and say 250. <laughs> let's say 250 and split the difference. Uh, but speaking of which, I did... Like, we're just kind of bouncing around still. But, um, uh, let's see. PlayStation Showcase... Bloodborne. I don't know what's what other console like. What other studios like big studios are coming out with something though. Like I don't want to see Final Fantasy 16 at this showcase because it's about to come out. Yeah. I don't want to see Street Fighter. It's literally a few weeks away. Well, it's the thing is I I think we just get new IP that they haven't talked about. You know. Yeah. Because I I think that I think that Cyberpunk rocked the gaming industry. Yeah. Whenever yeah. it came out to massive hate. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because it had just been hyped up for ages and then it comes out and it just does the a fucking head first into the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, nosedive. Um, Can't wait for Phantom Liberty. That's just me though. Right. Well, I mean, now they've, you know, fixed the game basically and it works as intended on the platforms it's supposed to run on. Um, but then they've said, hey, Phantom Liberty, next-gen only DLC. Mm-hmm. Not coming out on their previous-gen consoles, because that's where they fucked up originally. Yeah. yeah. It's like, honestly, if they had just you know cut their losses and said, all right, look, this game isn't coming out on last-gen, it's only next-gen. Yeah. It would have been fine. Yeah. Like, I honestly, the next-gen bugs, like, sure, day one, they were it was still a little rough and probably could have used another... You know, a couple of weeks of polish or whatever, but honestly, if they had just cut their losses like six months earlier and just said, "All right, we're not doing last gen consoles," and had just focused on polishing the current gen, it probably would have been perfect. Been yeah, great. yeah. But you I know? guess I just didn't want anyone to miss out and all that. But like, I have a friend, my coworker, said that she's she's a big Mortal Kombat fan, and I told her like, "Oh, that's funny because." We have there's a new Mortal Kombat game coming out this year. She's like, really? Mm-hmm. I'm like, she got super excited. She's like, I can keep my eyes on that. And so I asked her like, do you have a PS5 or Xbox? She's like, no, we have a PS4. I'm like, yeah, it's getting to that time where you're gonna have mm-hmm. to upgrade it. I'm sorry, like, I don't know. Like I said that, like we're getting to that stage, you know. And we might see something about that in the in the direct too. You know, maybe they'll talk about um, like a redone version of the PlayStation Five, like a PS5 Slim. Yeah, like, I heard that there's, like, rumblings of a PS5 Pro. Yeah, PS5 Pro, PS5 Slim. I don't think we need a Pro, honestly. I don't think we need a Pro. The reason that PlayStation 4 had a Pro series is because there was a technological leap in television 
technology during the life cycle of the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So uh, 4K TVs were a thing whenever the PlayStation 4 originally came out, mm-hmm. but their adoption rate uh, was a lot higher and they became more relevant and saturated within the market. So then there was kind of a, a niche or a want for uh, a console that could support 4K gaming. Yeah. So that's why the PS4 Pro came out. Yeah. So there's no real point because like I just thought about that too. It's like, well, I just upgraded my storage. I have a mm. two terabyte in my PS5. I don't need to. Yeah, I need to get a new drive for mine. Well, like I said, like once you do that, is like there's nothing else that you need. Yeah, it runs great. It runs everything. It drives your TV well. Um, you know, AK TVs are a thing. They do exist, but. They're nowhere near saturated in the market. Yeah, no, I wouldn't think so. Honestly, they're they're not really necessary. Uh, if you think about like how the human eye works and like how what like normal viewing distances and stuff like that, like you're not really going to get much of an 8K TV, you know, mm. over a 4K TV at, at like a standard viewing distance. Um, the only thing that would matter is like other technologies that come in associated with uh, 4K TV or like 8K TVs. Like um, HDR10, Dolby Vision, you know, those those technologies became possible with 4K televisions, mm-hmm. uh, and those are about color palettes, you know, and those are about driving uh, darks and lights in a scene and that sort of thing. So those technologies are really the big thing why you should get a 4K TV. Still, even like a, a 1080p TV versus a 4K TV. At ten feet, there's some there's minor differences. Okay, you can tell, but it's not like night and day, night and day type stuff. Yeah. You know, at eight K, the difference between eight K and four K at, at ten feet away from your TV is going to be even smaller. Like you're really not going to be able to tell too much of a difference. Mm. So when I hear about Guardians of the Galaxy, I think it was like two years ago, like when the second one came out, that James Gunn was shooting with eight K cameras and stuff like that. Like we. Really well, that all right. So that's different because I, I'm talking about representing media to your eyes. Yeah. But whenever they capture video for like a movie, for instance, yeah. If you have a very high resolution footage, you can cut it down and, and zoom in on like certain parts of the scene like really well, you know, because it's still very high resolution. Yeah. Because there's just a lot more data there. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was just curious if that was the same. Okay, so, phew, I'm gonna throw that around here because it's uh, Redfall pretty much didn't do too well. It's not no, one here. It, it kind of flopped. It kind of <laughs> flops. Uh, of course, uh, talked about how uh, Phil Spencer took complete blame mm. on the release of it. Uh, number two, shout. Uh, she sent me something. She said, it's not looking good for Starfield. Yeah? I was like, what What do you mean? Like, uh, like I said, she was... She said something that I didn't think anything of. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really putting... And with Phil Sensor saying that the Starfield is not a console changer game, and the rumor of it being launched at 30 frames per second... I like if it if Starfield launches at 30, 30 frames per second. 
Listen, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's a big deal. Like uh-huh. whether it's locked at thirty or sixty, you know. Yeah. Like I get that people want sixty FPS games, you know. Yeah. But I, I think that four K thirty is fine, you know, and just not having those sliders to where you can adjust it to be like fourteen forty, you know, or variable. Yeah. You know, at sixty FPS or something. Um, but it's it's like if it runs at four K thirty. That's fine, and you can patch in adjustments later to run it at different resolutions and speeds. But if you're locking it to that, it better fucking run good. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, if you're locking to that 30 you know, frames. If you're locking it, it better fucking perform at that. <laughs> yeah, it's by sick. God, because yeah. everyone will have a shit fit. <laughs> I like uh, if, it, if it runs good and it's locked, then people will be like, all right, whatever, fine, sure, you know. Maybe this isn't exactly the experience I want, but it's fine, and it, it's the game is performing like it's supposed to, you know. Mm. Uh, but if the game doesn't, mm. and you still lock it, by God, the wrath that <laughs> you will be you. invoking. <laughs> you know, uh, you feel like uh, I saw this float around a couple weeks ago. You think this is Xbox Last Chance Starfield? No. No, no. Yeah, like so. Okay, <laughs> he's no. like, he's like, no. Nah. Microsoft has more money than God. Okay, <laughs> like, you you gotta think about that. Xbox is a division of Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft as a company could buy Sony a thousand times over. Yeah, just buy out the entirety of Sony, all the TV manufacturing and PlayStation stuff included. You know, yeah, buy out the entire fucking company and just piece it out yeah you know if they really wanted to they would they would not they yeah. cannot because okay. of antitrust laws yeah but if they could they fucking would yeah i mean like you feel you don't think it's xbox's last chance then no no he's like no no they'll take their licks but the they got money that they look at what they're fucking doing with uh that's what they're doing they're throwing money at the fucking problem by buying out all these studios, by the Activision Blizzard deal, by buying Bethesda. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason that we're talking about, you know, Starfield and Xbox in the same sentence is because they spent like a billion fucking dollars and bought out Bethesda, Bethesda and yeah. Cinemax Media Group, you know? Yeah. Because um, they're like, well, our problem is that we don't have any first party IP. Well, let's just buy a fucking studio that has a bunch of IP. Done. <laughs> and they call it our own. <laughs> now, now it's Xbox IP. Hey. Winning. I, I do think that they said they... But, but these studios, though, that are flop... Not really flopping, but... I hate how they said that with the... Though, with 30 frames per second, is that they found out about the issue back in October. And they said that it wouldn't be fixed on launch day. So it's like, damn. So you knew back in October that you, it wasn't going to be 60 frames per second. Mm-hmm. But you for guys... Redfall. Redfall for Redfall. So you guys planned made a plan for it but it wasn't going to be on release day I'm like damn that's got to suck then at that point why not just push it back yeah like if you guys knew that make that call yep I don't so, know I, I think that there's going to be some more scrutiny on uh, Starfield because um, Bethesda is a bigger studio you know, yeah. they have a lot more resources. They have, they, um, you know, are much more high profile. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, 
They've also had issues with their games. It's for fucking ever. Yeah, it's just... Because of the engine that they were using <laughs> once again. The same engine, presumably updated, I am sure, but still. The same core engine that they've been using since fucking Oblivion. <laughs> you know, then they've and they've had the exact same fucking problems <laughs> with every game they've ever put out. Like... The same exact resources. <laughs> and hey, they said Xbox threw a lot of resources into that. They said they work closely with them. I'm like, but guys, it's Bethesda. You think they would know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, the trust. Yeah. The trust is wearing thin a little bit. I can see it. Like, I mean, there should be competition within the game engine space. I get that. Like, there shouldn't be, uh, there shouldn't just be one thing. There shouldn't be one thing that everybody uses. There should be like three or four things. You know? Mm-hmm. They should have different pros and cons of using those, and you should make a choice whenever you go with those engines or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like okay, yeah, sure. You want to build your own engine in house, have it all proprietary, and have the exact tools that you need for whatever you need. But also, it's a lot of fucking work. <laughs> I mean, I, from when I talked to that guy from Sony, uh, he said that like, oh, I talk to my friends every day because like we work together. Like I always send them an email for like resources, but like we work in different sections. Like, oh, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, you know, Gorilla, Santa Monica, Naughty Dog. You're all one studio. We're all under the same umbrella. So if you can have a question, you ask someone else, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, it's like, hey, y'all worked on something like this before. Let me. Yeah, you're like, that's yeah. how it should be. That's how it should be. <laughs> yeah. And that, and that's what you get. But you get that kind of support with Epic, too, with, like, the Unreal Engine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, I don't want to say it's an industry standard, but there is a lot of people that have used Unreal and continue to use Unreal or are switching to Unreal um, because the Unreal Engine is doing some really crazy cool shit. <laughs> yeah, satisfactory. Yeah, satisfactory. Didn't they, get, did they, didn't they get delayed? Uh, yeah, that, that update, update 8 is getting delayed right now. Um, they've been having some issues uh, with the Switch, I think. You know, some some things have cropped up. It wasn't as smooth a transition, I guess, as they thought it was going to be. Oh man, yeah. Uh, it's not gonna be just a few months. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll get it done. GTA Six might be coming next year. About time, right? I'm surprised. You're <laughs> surprised? Why? Because they're still making money off of GTA Five. Oh uh, yeah. Who's, been, who's throwing money in like that game like that though? Streamers, streamers. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it. The people have been clamoring for GTA Six for a long time, but it has some massive shoes to fill. So GTA Six needs to come out the gates swinging, swinging. <laughs> yeah, uh, big dick swinging, <laughs> big dick swinging. <laughs> Like this, like this game needs to be able to like it needs to like probably see a doctor, all right? Before the, because this dick it needs to be the hugest that has ever been. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like listen, and you know because like here here is a sentence for you: GTA Five is the biggest media uh, piece of media ever. Like it ha- it has made more money than anything else in media. That's movies. That's games. That's everything. It doesn't look like like, like after you play the story for me, I'm like, all right, I'm done. It's online. It's the GTA online. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what's made them all this money. 
Like, if it was just a single-player game, like, yeah. you know, you can only sell so many fucking copies of a game, right? I mean, that's what Jacob tuned out. He, like, he didn't care about the online part. He just wanted more story. Red, same thing for Red Dead Online. He's like, look, I'm going to look it up. They <laughs> think number really fast. <sighs> I'll be playing GTA. Yeah, so as of April 2018, it is estimated that GTA 5 earned $6 billion in worldwide revenue. Good gosh. That was four or five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So just imagine it now. <laughs> it was estimated in 2022 that GTA Online takes in about $800 million a year. <laughs> One game. <laughs> One game takes in $800 million a year? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's facts. all you need to know. Facts. <laughs> I feel like we're doing first take right now. Look, here's the facts. Here's the facts. GTA Online is GTA Five Online makes more money than fucking anything else in the world. So like, <laughs> GTA Online has the same fucking GDP as a fucking small country. Okay, <laughs> it does, man. Damn. Well, GTA Six. Good luck to you. <laughs> That's all you gotta say. Um, let's see. Overwatch PvE mode canceled. <laughs> I mean, if you're not gonna do it right. <laughs> you're not gonna do it right, don't do it. Damn, Blizzard. Yeah. Damn. That sucks, too, because, like... It's the mode I care about. I mean, I probably would've played Overwatch, too, if it had a, PV, if it had a PvE mode. Yeah. Because uh, I don't really care about PvP and stuff like that. Damn. But, honestly, like, the Overwatch 2, like, trailers and stuff... Or, like, the Overwatch trailers, you know? Where they have all, like, the character stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those, like, cinematic trailers and stuff. Looks like, dope those as fuck, look, man. Yeah, they look dope as fuck, and they're really cool. And, like, honestly, like, I'd watch a show. A show? Yeah, based they, on that. I thought when they released a game, and it won, I remember that one game of the year in 2015. I remember mm-hmm. that one game of the year. And everyone's like, well, it didn't deserve to win it because of XYZ. And it didn't have a story mode. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. I can see why it doesn't. Why you would feel that way because it doesn't have a story mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's the story mode for uh, Overwatch Two? You guys said that you were going to do it. Where's it at? Well, that's what this PVE content was supposed to be. Is story mode stuff. Oh, this is what this was. Yeah, I thought it was just a, just a normal PVE. Well, I would assume that's what it is. And you know, player versus environment sort of stuff is like that. That's where you can put in your story. You know? Oh, yeah. The thing is, though, earlier this week, here was essentially a single-player version of Overwatch. Yeah. 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 <coughs> so, yeah, it's done. We clearly started talking about the next iteration. Yeah, because then again, I don't care about this game. I was only going to play it for the story mode. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not going to be playing it. Sucks to suck. Some exciting news. Nick Cage is coming to Dead by Daylight. <laughs> yeah. Nick Cage as Nick Cage. Starring Nick Cage. Oh my gosh. You get Jeremy to play this game. <laughs> Just so he can play as Nick Cage. I hear that Redfield is actually a pretty good movie. 
It said, uh, quote, uh, Cage said, the timing of it worked out. It made me seem like a method lunatic. But the truth is, it was something I'd always, I had wanted to do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage just wants to do everything right now. Yeah. Uh, I think he's got another movie coming out this year. I don't know how many movies Nicholas Cage is in. I feel like he churns out movies more than anyone I know. Uh, what show did I watch uh, this weekend? It's called Muted. That that that's a show. Nick, I'm looking up Nick Cage. <laughs> Let's see how many movies he's coming out this year. Yeah, I need to watch Redfield uh, because it or Renfield rather. It's Renfield. on. Uh, it's on streaming now, right? Yeah, I think you have to like order it or something. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, for that one. Uh, but yeah, year eight of Dead by Daylight is going to include four new chapters. Year eight? That's what it is. Year eight. Go get your birthday cakes. Good gosh. I hate how, uh, what's it called, uh, on Wikipedia now they have it separated from like Nicolas Cage, like his life, and also to his filmography. This man's been in a lot of movies. Is it 2023? This motherfucker has two more movies coming out this year. And he already has four out. I mean, two out. He's just churning these movies out. How many movies does he average a year? Two? Okay, that's not too bad. You mean tell me the Jiu-Jitsu movie is only 2020? Man, oh man. I just can't believe that stuff. Um, let's see. But no, guys, uh, Stone took away for a second. Um, Zelda has been super fun. It's been uh, just hearing everyone like be like, super ecstatic to be able to play a Zelda game. So if you want to wait years for Nintendo games or like for certain games to play, I have friends that only buy consoles to play Monster Hunter games, only buy consoles to play. You know Zelda games. It's it's just been a blast just hanging out with everyone just to talk about um, what we already know. In terms of my story, also it's kind of on hold, not because productivity is down because of Zelda. Put it that way. Um, it's been hella fun just doing, being able to create, talking to my editor, talking to my friends. I think it, the story should be good. A lot of cool changes. A lot of going like, oh yeah, it should be this. It should be that. But if not, we'll see what you guys feel like when it releases. Maybe next year, this year, we'll see. It all depends on how fast, or not how fast, or how motivated I am to get through it. Uh, my editor said, let's take your time, but also Godspeed. So we're in the middle with that type of stuff. I'm gonna take a drink of water really fast. Um, some really good books coming out this year. Got some. Um, we just finished reading Project Hail Mary in the Brook Club by Andy Wire. I'd recommend it. It's a space thriller kind of thing, science fiction thriller about saving the world. And I thought that it was The Martian at first, but then it switches. And I'm like, oh, this is actually. Kind of like really good. It's a good, good, 
The only downfall is that my book club guessed the ending to the book, and then when we got there, we're just like, huh, I just don't care. <laughs> no Brandon Sanderson right now either. It's all what, wonderful. This is a time where I just ramble on because I like to ramble. <laughs> um, if you've been watching the NBA playoffs, it's been fun. There's no way around it. Uh, seeing Jimmy Butler go off the other night, talking about how Grant Williams is too small and like how he's not the answer. It's just healthy competition. Um, the Lakers, oof, they got destroyed last night. Uh, they, uh, but the Denver Nuggets just have a better bench overall, if you would probably say. I'm like, we're not a sports podcast, I'm just talking. Um, just to hear them go off is awesome. But uh, with this PlayStation Showcase, I really think it's going to be some, something fun. We haven't really seen anything from Sony at all this last little bit because they just had their game come out the last I'm going to say their last like official just normal IP console was God of War back in December or November when it came out so it should be an interesting time Uh, like I said like handheld devices and things of that nature I think Stowe's going to be a bit, so I'm going to step away for a quick second. Be right back here with AOA Gaming. And again, I can just continue to go on. Manchester City, I think they just won the Premier League, which is always fun. I I just think it's cool. Oh, you texted me. I didn't realize that. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> it's like, I figured like you stepped away for a minute. Like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> Sometimes you need to. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta go. You gotta go, gotta go. Interesting stuff. But no, um, outside of that, just besides Manchester City went in and just me talking about how my story's coming on. How like productivity for not just me, everyone else. Has like died down, like even my writer friends and my other writer friends, like, look, we're playing Zelda right now. I don't care about fucking writing. Mm-hmm. But, but we love writing, but sometimes you just need those breaks. We'll get back to it. We know how to do this. Um, the big one: Microsoft wins EU approval, European approval. Yeah, after being vetoed. Yeah. Uh, so the deal was vetoed in the UK. Uh, so they they are. Um, their body that governs like antitrust laws and sort of thing uh, has said that they don't approve of the deal. Basically, the Microsoft is approving it in the UK. The European Union has approved the deal, and as well as China. China has also apparently approved it without any reservations. Damn. Yeah, with like no stipulations whatsoever. They're like, all right, well, we're approving this. This sounds good. So pretty much, we're saying this is going to happen. Uh, let's see, the deal is, uh, the deal was also approved by Japan in March. So it's only the UK trying to stop this from happening and Jamar. Yeah, it's only the U- uh, the UK so far that has, uh, denied it. I, I think that the Department of Defense or, uh, probably the Federal Trade Commission, I don't remember which one is overseeing this one, probably the Federal Trade Commission, um, in the US, uh, I don't think that they have made a decision yet. Okay. Um, 
So I think it'll largely come down to what the U.S. regulators say. But if they say yay, and it's like, well, that's it. Well, I mean, if everybody else says, yeah, go for it, and the U.K. doesn't, that just means that Microsoft doesn't sell in the U.K. anymore, I guess? Large mm. <laughs> fan base there. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be weird. Um, I'm sure they'll come to some sort of agreement, though. I don't think that they would... I don't think the U.K. would want Microsoft to just not sell in their country anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think that they would want them to. They just want to, like certain assurances. Yeah, like, look, listen, we know what you were trying to do. Yeah, well, because Microsoft's, um, or the U.K., rather, their big concern is the amount of, like, mobile gaming and, like, phone um, sort of control that they'll have there at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how much IP they'll get there. And I didn't, honestly, I didn't even realize that that was um, such a large part of the deal. Apparently it is. Yeah. You know, uh, according to Microsoft, they're they're downplaying it, too. They're saying that, oh, well, I didn't think that that was a market that uh, we would be cornering, but I guess uh, they think so, so. A lot of downplay these days. A lot of downplay. Uh, Stray coming to Xbox, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, you know, it could already be in development uh, mm-hmm. after the game uh, is only... It, the game is only available on PlayStation and PC at the moment, uh, but it could be coming to Xbox Game Pass soon. I wonder when people try to get that doing Game of the Year. I'm like, are you guys kidding me? <laughs> like, like, yeah, Stray. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Tongue delayed. Even though it didn't have a release date whatsoever. Yeah, so uh, the reason that they're thinking Stray is coming to Xbox soon is that uh, when it was released in 2020, it said that it is a console exclusive for a limited time. I mean, the game came out last year, so I guess it was... A yeah, well, that was when the first trailer came out, sorry. Yeah. I, I misspoke. And when the first trailer came out in 2020, it said console exclusive for a limited time. So the game came out last year. Usually, time exclusives are about six months to a year. So Yeah. Like you know, they said that uh, Final Fantasy VII was a time exclusive, but then it never did come to Xbox. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting stuff. It's like, huh, you said time exclusive. Yeah. Well, I would assume that there's probably some sort of, like, Square wants Xbox to, like, pay for it or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. No PS5 game on and uh, on PC at launch. I'm fine with this. Yeah, I think that if it's gonna be a PlayStation exclusive, then it should be such. You know, it shouldn't be on PlayStation and PC. Um, like that's it's like though that's the reason why people buy Playstations, right? Is for the exclusives that come out specifically for PlayStation. That's why people buy Xboxes for the X, the Xbox exclusives that specifically come out for Xbox, you know, for those specific system perks that you get. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if there wasn't any difference, then why would you pick one over the other, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play yourself, working them, so you to play through it. I think that's actually the last best game that they came out with, you know, just Xbox in general. But no, I, I haven't had that problem whatsoever because, like, I think there was that rumor that the Final Fantasy 16 was going to be on PC and PlayStation, and then Yoshi P came out and said, nah, just go out and buy PlayStation. Buy PlayStation. 
I like how Yoshi P was on stream also too during the Final Fantasy sixteen Final Fantasy fourteen directory diary. He was he had to switch playing Zelda. He was like, Oh mm-hmm. shit. I guess we gotta do this. <laughs> he was like he, like his his uh coworker looked at him like, Are you gonna stop playing? No. <laughs> like you got this man. I just realized that in Japan, handheld is really a big thing. You know? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, how, like, the more I think about it, Japan loves their handhelds. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems to be a, a popular thing over, like, all over. Um, like, we're getting more, like, Steam Deck style, like, PC handhelds, too. Like, the Asus ROG Ally, you know? A little expensive for my taste. Yeah, but it's supposed to be a bit more powerful, too. So, I mean, it's like, you get the bang with your buck. Mm-hmm. You know? I've seen reviews like say like it's not good. Others say it is good. You know. Well, uh, it seems interesting because it's a so it's like a full Windows deployment. So like you're getting Windows on I, your handheld. I think it's the, the problem with that is it's just Windows. That's better. You think so? Yeah. Well, did you whenever you have Windows, you have all the compa- uh, compatibility with Windows. Like technically, you could run fucking Office on it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, the Steam Deck has like Steam like proprietary OS stuff in it or whatever, so it has compatibility issues. Not even not every game on Steam can run on the Steam Deck. That is true. So if it runs on Windows, it could run on the ROG Ally. That's what they're saying here. So like games like apparently apparently Fortnite and Call of Duty uh, don't run on the Steam Deck. Hmm. Um, Destiny 2 also uh, but apparently you know because those games run on Windows they would run on this ROG Ally they don't have to worry about compatibility issues if they're just running a full Windows OS no yeah that makes sense I just heard some people say it wasn't looking that great um let's see well like I said the hardware um the hardware looks in line or uh you know above the highest Steam Deck that's available yeah you know so it's running, you know, the Ryzen Z1 Extreme cores, which are probably a specific, you know, chipset made specifically for these because that's, you know, AMD's bread and butter is making proprietary chips for different main mm-hmm. applications. Uh, but it's based off of the Zen 4 technology uh, and the highest Steam Deck was only running the Ryzen Zen 2. Oh, wow. Uh, you know... Graphics quality, they've got RD RDNA 3 as opposed to RDNA 2 in the Steam Deck. Uh, the displays are the same size, uh, but the display in the Ally is high resolution uh, and has a higher refresh rate of 120 mm-hmm. hertz. Uh, yeah, so it's just, it's like it's got everything that the Steam Deck does and then some, you know? Mm-hmm. And apparently it weighs less. Cool. It weighs less. The thing looks big as hell, man. Apparently it weighs less. Good gosh. At 608 grams versus 669 grams. What the hell? But it also includes the haptic feedback. Uh, and it's got a fingerprint unlock apparently. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you said the, the price point is high. Um, Get your, your ads going there. I don't know why I was going. I just don't know what I was looking at. One of her. Mute your laptop. 
mute my life. I was trying to mute it. That's the thing. Mute it. Mute the damn thing. Mute <laughs> it. Oh, Turn all that shit off. Gosh. But yeah, so it's supposed to be coming in at uh, 700 bucks, which is $50 more than the most expensive Steam Deck. Yeah. Uh, and then there's supposed to be like a less powerful model coming out in Q3 for $600. Oh, yeah. I'm good though. Yeah. I, it's not my thing, but I can see a lot of people that are into it, you know. Uh, it's probably a good entry point for PC gaming, too. Yeah. You know, because with, with that, you can play games that are only available on Steam and PC, you know. Um, and, and that's another thing, too, with the Ally, is that it's it's running a full Windows OS, which also means that it could play things that aren't on Steam. Like, yeah. you, you could load up the Epic Game Launcher. You could load up good old games, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I do know you can get Game Pass on on Steam, but yeah. So I don't know. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you could use this with your PlayStation Five Remote Play. <laughs> Ugh. No, just give me the hand, the PlayStation handheld, and call it a day. But yeah, I, I don't know. People are excited about handhelds. You know, people like them. I don't really care for them. If I'm gaming, I'm at the house. If I'm out, I'm not gaming. You know. It's just, that's me, but I'm weird. Listen, I know a lot of people game on the go. So I was tailgating last yesterday. It would have been nice to have my Switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If I'm like if I'm just out somewhere, I just wanna be there, you know. I don't wanna I don't wanna have a switch or a handout or game or whatever. But it's like if I'm gonna be if I've made the decision to go out and be with people, then I'm gonna be with people. Thing you know? is, those people, same people will start taking wanting to take a nap and stuff like at the tailgate like well what am I going to do why are you why I don't know people are weird you know what I'm saying <laughs> people are weird well, I wasn't expecting to be there that long good hockey game though yesterday hot scoring yeah um alright cool let's see um some of these we can probably skip over some being realistic they're older Let's see. Oh wait, the what's it called? The access thing. The controller. Oh yeah, yeah, the uh, the Sony Access controller. Yeah. I thought that already came out. Me too. Maybe it's like the PlayStation Five version of the game. Yeah. Or the the controller rather. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looks cool. You know. Yeah. It's got like you know a big like three sixty design. You know, big buttons. It's supposed to be you know. Pretty customizable. With the price point, that's my question. So apparently, you can link two access controllers uh, to act as one uh, big controller or combine them with a dual sense. Interesting. That's cool. And you can include up to four extra devices using the standard. 3.5 millimeter expansion ports. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. I like the it uh, interacts with uh, like industry standard, you know, expansion stuff. Yeah. So the more devices can be used, like stuff that you're already using, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you need any sort of you know assistance with that sort of thing. Hmm. What happened to the? Uh, there was a girl that's on Twitch. She. Uh, Playing Elden Ring, like with a dance pad, and also uses like a guitar to beat it. So, and then she's trying to beat Elden Ring with one finger, <laughs> which is actually going 
really well for her for some reason. <laughs> it's it's cool seeing stuff like this. Yeah. I'm here for it, you know, the yeah. more people that can game, it's like, that's better, right? That's better for the community, that's better for the industry. Yep. Let's see, last one we got here. Crocodile Row One Shot. <laughs> like, or like someone was saying, like, <laughs> no, I just, like, a, this looks dope. I like Crocodile Row setup, by the way. Yeah. I've, I've always liked their setup. Mm-hmm. But it, it like their table is like twice as big as this one. Is it? That's what it looks like. It looks like you got two of these like side by side. <laughs> yeah, and I th- I guess what it is is like that way Matt's by itself and no one can like actually look over to him. Well, and he has a lot of room, a lot of room. Like, look at his fucking. Uh, his, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. His uh, his, his DM screen. It's huge. That's the kind of DM screen I wanted, honestly. Might have to get a one shot going. Do it. Just a quick one shot, a little quick in and out. Mm-hmm. Would you be up for it? <laughs> 20 minute adventure, in and out. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. Uh, yeah, cool. I, actually, is, is this coming May 30th? Interesting. May 30th? Holy shit. Like, there's just still another week in fucking May. Yeah. Because May 30th, is that not Tuesday? Yeah, it's a Tuesday. Yep. It's a day after Memorial Day, right? Yep. I'll be Tuesday back to work. Oh, my God. You got to work today? Yeah, I'm going, I'm working tomorrow and Tuesday, so the 22nd, 23rd. Then I'm off for the rest of the week. Awesome, awesome. So, that'll be good. Yeah, but okay, cool. I can't wait. Uh, he he did a good job as Ganondorf so far, right? I can tell. But hey, I thought the game. I, like I'm just a big Zelda fan, so what do I know? Um. Anyways, you watch anything good right now? Anything? Have you been much like any cool anime this week? Or no, I'm not doing show with what you're recommending. I'm just asking. Yeah. Uh, I'm just asking. I'm trying to think of what all I've been watching. Um, you still watching House Paradise? Yeah, still. Uh, well, actually, no, I haven't been the past couple weeks, honestly. Been too fucking busy to keep up with shit. But I uh, Been watching The Ancient Magus' Bride. I've uh, always wanted to get into that. Yeah, season two's been coming in hot. I like it. Um, yeah, because the, uh, like, the first season is all in English, and, uh, the two like movies in between are all in English too, mm-hmm. so you can watch all of it um, in English and get caught up, and then get started with the Japanese in season two, or wait until it comes out in English, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it it's it's pretty sweet. I like it. It's got it's uh it's got really good like fantasy you know vibes and stuff like that. It's kind of got that Harry Potter aesthetic. Mm-hmm. English so, Maggie's Bird? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good show. I like it. Okay. I'll definitely check it out. I know, like, the other night I was talking to you about, like, getting the fates. You're like, listen. <laughs> listen the fates a whole thing. <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it, beware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Because I started watching it. But you know what I didn't realize? You know how I like Soul Eater? Instead of that, that ending, that ending to Soul Eater is just mm-hmm. trash. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says. They're like, well, like one of my friends like, and spoiler alert for a very long anime. I was in school when we watched the end and like we went to the front desk of like RNAs because like my, one of my friends was an RNA who was watching with us. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, that wasn't even good. Yeah. Uh, we told him what happened. He said, so she still didn't become a Soul Reaper? Mm-hmm. Like, no, she didn't. He's like, then what's the point in the show? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the manga is much different. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, Soul Eater needs a reboot. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm with you there. I, mean, <laughs> I was confused. I'm like... Well, like, uh, you know you know, Fire Force is like a prequel. So. A prequel to it? Like, someone said that, I'm like, what? That's, that's confirmed by the creator. That Fire Force is a prequel series to Soul Eater. It's set, like, a long time before. I was wondering that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, like, how is this a prequel? I don't know. It'd be cool to find out, though. <laughs> I'm not watching it anytime soon, but... Well, you know, I, I haven't watched... I actually watched uh, Fire Force. I, I, I got into it pretty good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that'd be pretty cool to watch... To, for the creator to come out with another series that actually, like, links the two together. Yeah. I mean, I get that. But just like, wait, how does that... How does it link it together? Kind of mm-hmm. like the Shadow of Six and Shadow of Bones is like, well, they're connected together. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, what? So it's just two different POVs? I don't know. <sighs> like I said, I was watching that Muted show. Apparently this kid kills his mom and dad. What? He hasn't talked to anybody. He hasn't talked to anybody. He's been muted. He only talks to certain people. But there's a reason why he killed, he uh, he threw his mom and dad off the balcony. I think because the way that they were treating his sister, you know what I'm saying? The way he, they were treating his sister was like a very abusive way that he's like, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. So, that's a lie. We'll find out. Anyways, let's get out of here. Because you got, you got some WoW to work on or just chill out for a while. Yeah. I'm going to play some Zelda for a bit. Got shit to do. Got shit to do. Game recommended game? Just wait for Diablo 4, I'm going to say. I, you know, I'm trying to think. Because, like, you need you need something to do between now and yeah. Diablo 4. What yeah. can yeah. what can scratch the Diablo itch? Um, so I know a lot of people have been playing, like, Diablo 2 Resurrected. Uh, you know, in the meantime, that's a good one. Uh, people have been playing Path of Exile, too. I wish that was on uh, Game Pass, by the way, Diablo 2. Yeah, Resident Evil, or not Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2? Diablo 2. Good gosh. Well, if this deal goes through, it will be. (laughs) You're not wrong. I just thought about that. He's like, well, if this deal goes through, everything will be there. Yeah, honestly, that's what I'm waiting on. I'm like, all right, look, I'll just go do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I'd recommend, you know, if if you need an ARPG itch to, like, you know, tied you over for Diablo 4, like, check out uh, Last Epoch. Last Epoch's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there's Path of Exile, which is, like, ridiculous. That game is crazy with customization options. Um, what was the other one? 
Diablo 2 Resurrected. I'm just writing it down here. Yeah, Diablo 2 Resurrected. Blast Epoch. Blast Epoch. And uh, Path of Exile. So those would be the ones that you want to check out if you want to scratch the Diablo itch. Blast Epoch. Gotcha. Uh, for me, or is it Zelda? Go go play Zelda if you have a Switch. There's really nothing that, like some people say like look I don't know if I'll be able to beat it like like how am I gonna be able to beat uh, this before uh, you know Zelda comes out and all this other stuff and then some people feel like that they're flying through the game a little too fast like because they're doing all the story missions like I feel like I'm just doing everything too fast I'm like. Guys, this isn't one of those games. Like, play it however you want, of course. But guys, this doesn't feel like it's... Don't say it's not a short game. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of side quests in here. There's a lot of stuff to do, you know? Mm-hmm. If you just focus on the main stuff, then it makes it shorter. And you're just gonna... Like, actually, I've looked at God, and they said, like, we don't recommend you to be here until you're ready. Yeah. Like for the final boss, like not until you're ready. Mm-hmm. So that means like upgrading shit to the max and that kind of stuff. Yeah, people aren't even doing that. But like you said, Perry, you got all the glyphs and all that. And like, look, guys, I did that so I could be able to do other stuff. You know, like this is one of those games. Like we just put some music on and go. I'm playing with no HUD too, by the way. No HUD. No HUD. <laughs> Everyone's like, I don't know if I could do that. I'm always constantly looking at my map, like X, Y, Z. I'm like, you can play without your HUD, guys. Go pro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got. You got a show, show of the week, I guess. Uh, just put down Ancient Magus's bro. That'd go yeah, check that yeah, out. Yeah, go check that out. He's like, listen, we just talked about it. Uh, go check out Muted. It's only six episodes. I was kind of upset. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, brother, for coming on. I was like, you know, I was excited to come back on here. He's yeah. like, yeah, I love doing these podcasts. And with that being said, we love y'all. Shout out to everyone, and it's good to be back. See ya. Well, well I guess we're entering that stage or showcases where we'll come back and talk to you about everything. Yeah, yeah. showcases, and uh, after that, E3, not E3. Summer Game Fest is around the corner. Yeah, soon enough. Soon enough, man. Soon enough. Actually, like two weeks. Good God. Anyways, talk to you later. Bye. Bye.